You're listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon, a podcast about two regular guys trying to do something they've never done before. This is episode 15 for the week ending Sunday, January 10th, 2010, 11 weeks to the race. Welcome, everybody, to this, the 15th episode of Two Gomers Run a Marathon. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Tampa Bay area of Florida with my friend Steven all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Happy New Year. You too, man. So, feels good to be back. For sure. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Did you have a good Christmas, Tone? Yeah, definitely good, good Christmas. I mean, it's always great to see family. Yep. And to see friends and get lots of cool presents. Yeah. Did you get anything cool? Yep. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we needed to talk about at some point about what we got for each other. All right. Yeah. Our, um, our Gomer gift exchange. Right. So I think first, maybe we'll just talk about random stuff we got. Yeah. I mean, I, for, for me, I got a couple cool running things. Oh, cool. Okay. So I got, um, uh, my little sister got me this Camelback. Cool. You know, like it holds water and like a water backpack. Yeah. Which was kind of a risk. I didn't know if that was going to be cool because um, people go back and forth on the internet about it. But, dude, I love it. Nice. So is, is there like a little straw or like? How yeah, you... yeah. So the straw comes up over the um, over the over the shoulder boulder holder <laughs> <laughs> and comes out <laughs> um, and you just kind of. Lift it up to your mouth and you suck on it. Nice. It's pretty and much impossible to say over the shoulder, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that middle school humor still comes out. <laughs> it can't be restrained. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, and, and it's I like it way better than a belt because I didn't even notice it when I'm running. Nice. And it doesn't, it doesn't really slosh much because when you suck it out, you suck out the air too. Right. So it's like awesome. I recommend it. A nice camelback. To keep hydrated, especially cool. on the long runs that we've been doing lately. And then yeah. I got some yak tracks. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, but I haven't been able to use those yet because uh, we haven't had any more snow up here yet in Flagstaff to cover the roads. So. Right. But, yeah, I mean, we talked about this before Christmas. It's just kind of strange getting uh, running-related gifts, like fitness-related presents. Yeah, yeah. When before, all I would get is, oh, another game for my DS. Right. Cool. Another wee <laughs> nunchuck. Yeah, now I have four nunchucks. <laughs> Hooray, my life is complete. So, yeah, it was weird being back because running comes up a lot, actually. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think people think because we do this podcast, like, we're, like, we know more than we do. Like, people, <laughs> like, ask me stuff. Like, this one friend of mine uh, that you don't know, but uh, uh, an orchestra friend was like, asking me about training and when you should start tapering before a half marathon. And I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we, our plan said this and we didn't really follow it. So. Yeah. We, we found this plan on the internet. We follow it sometimes. Right. <laughs> so the best running related gift I got, dude. Uh huh. Um, and this is going to be funny because when we talk about the Gomer gift exchange, it kind of goes against one of the ones I got from you. Okay. Um, but my dad got me these new headphones. Oh yeah, that's right. You were wanting some quality headphones. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so he got me the like the upgraded Apple in-ear headphones oh, yeah. with, with mic and remote, and it's got the tiny little rubber uh, earbuds that just go all the way in your ear. Oh, yeah, and they're actually Apple brand? Yeah. Ooh, nice. Um, But, dude, I love them. Comfortable? Oh, my gosh. Like, they blow the normal earbuds out of the water because nice. you're constantly jamming those in and stuff. So there's tons of, like, cheaper ones that are, like, the just the rubber uh, yeah. squishy middle that you just jam in, and they never right. come out. Yeah. So. <laughs> Speaking of that, <laughs> well, well, I think the, the listener probably is curious about what we gave each other for Christmas. Right. So you were just talking about those sweet $70 earphones uh-huh, your yeah. dad got you. Um, I bet it was a real cool surprise when you opened up my gift <laughs> right so from you the the first most hilarious gift i got was like you and your brother are like all about little deals on ebay and internet deals oh, right. yeah so you found these amazing apple in-ear headphones right for like super cheap right so you got a ton of them yeah i bought i bought them in bulk i bought a pallet of them Right. So you gave me four new Apple in your headphones. But they're not really Apple, dude. They're like this obvious Chinese ripoff <laughs> knockoff right. of Apple headphones. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> right. But dude, they're actually totally sweet. Like I'm super glad now to have tons of headphones because right. it rains a lot. Uh-huh. So I'm not gonna bring my nice headphones out when it's raining. Yeah. And now I leave a pair of Right next to my computer for podcast purposes. Right. And I leave a pair in my, you know, little gym bag area. Mm-hmm. So I am never without headphones now. I have I have headphones on every surface of our home right, right. now. <laughs> it's about quantity, not quality in our house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, so no, seriously, dude, I loved it because I, I do have headphones everywhere. Good. So I just get the ones from my dad for like the ultimate runs. Yep. Uh, I hear you. But I do recommend them a lot. <laughs> that being and said. I opened up my present, uh-huh. and it was Joy of Joys, mm-hmm. new Super Mario Wii. Oh, yeah, dude. So I, And I was, like, amazed. Because that's, like, a quality <laughs> present than my my knockoff headphones. Well, dude, like, but, well, dude, but also, forgot to mention, you got me a sweet Two Gomers t-shirt. Oh, that's true. That's Wicking true. and everything. Yep. And that is quality. And you can buy those if you go to tiki.tees.com. <laughs> I just bought you that so we could advertise more on the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyways, Super Mario Wii, dude, awesome. Yeah. So I called you from the airport the other day uh-huh. because I was traveling and whatnot. Right. And you were like super distracted, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> Very distracted because I was playing... New Super Mario Wii. I mean, the beauty of that game is you get to play it with people. The other beauty of it is you can play with a three-year-old and just kind of drag them along. (laughs) It's the genius of Nintendo. Uh They can make a game that's challenging to me, 31 years old, Mm -hmm. and I can play it with my three-year-old, and he's challenged too. I don't get it. But the real challenge that I've Uh realized about this game is playing it with your wife. Yeah, it's total marriage therapy, dude. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It takes a very strong marriage uh-huh. to play on the same team on uh-huh. something. That's what I realized. Like, you play Mario Kart with your wife, and that's fine. You're right. competing against each other. But, like, I've noticed this when we play, 
like when you play a board game with friends uh-huh. and it's couples on teams. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like this game, you're on the same team. You're trying to go for the same goal. And it takes a very strong marriage to survive that. Right. Dude, I know a couple of friends that quit playing it because it was too, like, too tough on their relationship. If you want to test the metal of Uh your relationship, place new Super Mario Wii together. (laughs) Right. And see if you scream at each other at the end. Dr. Phil would say, it's a deal breaker if you can't do it. (laughs) All right, dude. Well, we should probably get into this episode. Yeah. We have many weeks in review to talk about. I mean, we have... I, I didn't even know how we're going to get to all of it, so... Yeah, so we're going to do something a little different for this episode since we have so much to talk about. We're going to actually split our Week in Review into a couple chunks because we just know it's going to be longer. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're going to continue on to our songs to run to. We have two new songs to run to, not Christmas-related for right. once. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, talk about our listener feedback from the last couple weeks and the Monday survey. So you got to stick around to the end to see if your email is read live on the air. Sounds good. Uh, and then a new Monday survey at the end with a ton of fun stuff on the way, of course. And also, I think we're going to start, instead of Week in Review, we're going to start with talking about our annual Gomer Run in Review, right? Yep. So we're training partners and we run together twice a year. <laughs> yeah. So, so because we got to do that, we wanted to make a special section for that in this episode. Yeah, totally. But we should probably do our songs to run to teasers first, huh? Okay, let me pull them up. Here we go. Here's my song, Toronto Teaser. Cool. And here's your song, Toronto Teaser. Mm. All right, dude, let's do it. The annual Gomer Run in Review. Hey, how do you run goal? The one that you do twice a year. <laughs> what? Good jingle. Nice. So like we were saying, uh, well, I think you were saying, right, that we train together right year round but mm-hmm. we actually only run together very rarely right like twice a year yeah one, once, <laughs> once at christmas and then once on a marathon or half marathon <laughs> yeah exactly so that doesn't even count we actually right. race together once a right. year and then we train <laughs> together once a year <laughs> and for all you know dude that's all i do that's true. The rest of it could all be a lie. Right. <laughs> it's all that, like, uh, I could do it, tweeting. Yep. Mm, I could probably do that, and then I pre-tweet it and then sit on the couch. <laughs> Let's hope no, that's dude. not the truth. No. Well, because if that was the truth, then it would have been torturous. Yeah. And it wasn't. So, I I think it could be said. So, I guess we should just describe what happened. Yeah, so we, uh like like, literally... We had, like, we only had about 12 hours. Uh-huh. Maybe, it, well, not even that, together. Part right. of that was we went out to Old Chicago with some of our friends and hung out. Yeah, that was sweet. And then the next morning, we decided the rest of the time, pretty much the rest of the time I had in Verona, um, we were going to run mm-hmm. and, and eat. Oh, and the eat. gift exchange. Right. Run, break bread, and uh, <laughs> exchange gifts. Yep. So we did, and I think originally our plan was that we were going to do a long run together, like a 10-mile. Yeah, but wasn't it like on a Monday or a Tuesday or something? Yeah, so it didn't fit our schedule, plus uh, I didn't really feel like it. <laughs> yeah, well, that would have taken too long. Yeah. Uh, and we wanted to play Mario Brothers as much as possible. Exactly. I mean, we have to have priorities. Right. We wouldn't be gomers if we just ran. Yeah. 
right. people would be disappointed if that's all we did. But we uh-huh. did run. Mm-hmm. How far so, did we go? I think we ran exactly 3.1 miles. So that constitutes a 5K, right? Yep. And dude, I thought it was really fun. Yeah, totally. Like the time went super fast. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we went pretty slow. We did like 1140s. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. But, Not very fast. I mean, dude, but the talks were super fun. Yep. Yeah, dude. If the marathon is anything like that, it's going to be sweet. Yeah. I mean, all you have to think about is we just have to do that, what, uh, 10 more times? <laughs> Eight right. more times? Yeah. Actually, Ugh. I don't even know why I said the marathon's going to be sweet, because I don't know that it will be. <laughs> but you are you are right that um, just the camaraderie, uh-huh. right, is, is a distraction. Yeah. So it was way easier than it would have been just doing that by myself, especially because it was pretty snowy uh-huh. still very cold. I mean, the the start of it, I was like, I don't know if we can do this at all because we were running at the wind. Remember yeah. That? Yeah. That was ridiculously cold. And I forgot to bring my hat. Uh-huh. Yep. And I was <laughs> so like, I think my, over. yeah, I just put my hood up and just prayed that my ears wouldn't fall off. Uh-huh. And did they? No. Unfortunately, nice. but yeah, I, I know what you mean. It was uh, the only thing I regret is we didn't do um, a ton of memory lane running. Yeah, like we ran yep. down past the high school. That was cool. Kind of yep. through town, past Ace Hardware, where I used to work and sell your dad shovels. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> but it was still memory lane, dude. Definitely. Like, running past the high school. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, if we had seen us doing that, mm-hmm. like. When we were in high school, we wouldn't definitely not have recognized who those guys were. No, not at all. Like we, if somebody would have asked us to run in high school, we would have been like, that is dumb. <laughs> you right? have got to be kidding. Yeah. We'd be like, no way. Right. So I think that was pretty cool. And the Ace Hardware thing was cool. And also Walgreens, we ran into Walgreens quick. Yeah. So that we could go to the bathroom. All of the <laughs> memories. <laughs> so anyways, great run and great mm-hmm. food afterwards for sure. Oh yeah. We got Chang Jang. Uh, Chinese food, yes. and it was super fun, and then Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, so the the perfect day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Plus you 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 left with those awesome headphones. Yeah, I'm using them right now. Me too. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, I think we should talk about because we have some good things and some bad things to report. Yeah, because after that we didn't ever see each other again, um, and won't right. until the marathon. So we had a couple weeks after that where we uh, tried to continue on this training journey apart. Right. And some good days and some bad days. So I think we should go to that. Let's do it. All right. Hey, how's it going over there in the Week in Review Part 1? All right, dude. So a couple weeks since we recorded. Uh, let's hear about them. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to say how mine went first, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to go, you're in the hot seat first. Okay. Then we'll take a little break, maybe play the jingle. Yeah, definitely. And, and then you'll go. So, um, last we saw each other was that annual training run. Uh-huh. Uh, then I headed out to this week-long conference that happens every three years called Urbana for the organization that I work with. And it's kind of, um, it, I would say it was the the biggest test of my marathon training so far. Okay. Um, and, and it's kind of a hard conference to explain, um, but I'll, I'll just say that it's really intense. There's like 17,000 people there. So it's emotionally intense, physically exhausting, very, very few breaks. breaks. 
Like, in fact, I looked at my schedule and I found out that I have two breaks during the week. One mm-hmm. was a two hour long break and one was a four hour long break. And I felt like, okay, I have to make a decision at this point about what I'm going to do during those breaks and with this marathon training schedule. Yeah. That's like hanging over me. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so usually what I would do is, you know, I'm working 16 hour days. If I have a break, I just like veg out. Yeah. Not, not even take a nap necessarily, but just like watch TV mostly. Right. Basically that's all I do is, is watch TV. So I had this two hour long break, this four hour long break. And I just decided, I know the new year specials coming out where we're talking about being resolute and right. actually being serious about our training and all these excuses that we could make. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided, okay, I'm actually going to run. So I ran 11 miles one day and four miles the other day. So I actually did it. That's awesome, dude. Um, but it was extremely difficult to actually get up and do that. Right. So did you do it before the sessions or like, like in the middle of the day? Yeah. Between. So I had oh, like okay. a, a long morning session and then usually what would happen is I'd go and like do seminars um, and hang out with students and then nighttime session and, and then be in bed at midnight and have to wake up at six the next morning. So that's what Jeez. that's what the schedule was like. But these two days I had no seminars in the afternoon. So that's when I when I ran. So the first one I did was 11 because it was on the schedule. Yeah. And I also saw that you had tweeted that day that you were going to do 11. So I just had to do it. Right. Well, I think I tweeted something like, I can't imagine running 11 today. Exactly. Which is how <laughs> I was feeling. Right. So I was, that actually was really encouraging. And thank you, Twitter. Yeah. Or else I don't actually think I would have done it that day. Right. So I got out and I did 11 that day. And then two days later, I did four. Nice. And, and like, I noticed you did them really fast, too. Well, see, that's the thing. I, there's there's a couple different reasons for that. One is there was a time crunch. Yep. So I had to do it fast. The other one was it, the conference was in St. Louis, um, which is elevation way, way lower than, yeah. than where I usually run. And it was completely flat. And when I run up here, it's very hilly. Mm-hmm. So uh, and it was also really interesting. Like city running, I like love to run in the city. Definitely. Which makes me super pumped for Atlanta because I think it'll be a really interesting run. Yeah, we'll have lots of stuff to look at. Oh, totally. Put our eyes on and talk about. Yeah, so I kind of got caught up in that. Um, And so lower elevation, super flat, and the interesting run, I think, and the time crunch made me run faster than usual. Nice. But didn't you say something also like you had to look cool? (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So, yeah, I'm also running through because these 17,000 college students are like milling around the city. Right. Right. And yeah. you can tell because they all have the, the conference name tag on. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. So I know, OK, these are students that are here for Urbana. And so when I run by them, I kind of, you know, you stand up a little taller. <laughs> Your stride is a little longer. Yeah. You pump your arms like. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Just in case you see somebody you know. Right. (laughs) Oh, which reminds me, dude, there were several people Uh that that saw me running and were like, hey, it's a gomer. Really? But only because they know me Uh, already. So I didn't feel pretty cool, though. Yeah, definitely. And then a couple people the next morning said, man, you you actually are doing it. Yeah. So, again, like you were saying, as far as they know, we could be lying about this the whole time. Yeah. 
but it was it's cool for people to actually see me running, which made me like feel like I have to run super fast when I go by them. Yeah, well, you want to look cool. I mean, <laughs> I had that thing with uh, Aaron's family last Christmas remember, oh, right. when I yeah. knew they were going to drive by at some point, so I had to run cool the whole time, <laughs> you know, kind of at least. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it, actually, I, I was really encouraged about that. Like half of the encouragement was I actually ran really well. The other half was I ran at all in the, yeah. in the midst of this kind of difficult week emotionally and physically and long hours and stuff. So I was like, okay, this is great. I'm feeling awesome. Then uh, we fly back to Flagstaff, back up to 7,000 feet. And how was that trip? <laughs> Sucky. <laughs> Just horrible, dude. Like if I, I, I really, I tweeted this too. I, I would give anything for a teleporter yeah (laughs) like i like coming home right i I like being with my family i like hanging out i like coming back here but the 15 hours of travel that it takes us to go back home and come back here is just like Uh forget it and you have those two little dudes that are like (laughs) screaming and stuff immediately bored right (laughs) like they think it's cool to get on the plane for like five uh-huh. seconds. Right. And then they're like antsy. Like, can I get yeah. off now? <laughs> Are we there yet? <laughs> so, yeah, it sucks. So we got back to Flagstaff and I was like, okay, it's going to be hard at first. So I went out for my first run two miles and I was like, yep. this sucks. Just because of the elevation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Jessica came in. She she ran separately. She came in before I ran and she's like, it's horrible. I was wow. like, no. Right. And of course I was thinking, it's probably not that bad. Uh-huh. But then I went out and it really was horrible. Then, uh, and you know, we, you had said this thing about like, you're only one run away from a good run. Right. Right. So I yeah. had that going in, through my mind. Then the next run was our long one, 12 miles. Right. Yeah. And I was like, what am I going to do? So I went out there and it started out. Okay. I had my camel back on. Yep. Drinking the whole time. The thing about the thing about Camelback though is you want to drink the entire time, right? So then you're gonna to have to whiz. <laughs> exactly, you got that nozzle like right in your face. Yeah, like, mm, water. Like yeah, that sounds cool. And then it's all gone, like right yeah. away. <laughs> so I have to figure out how to pace myself with the Camelback. Right. Um. The so and then Jessica came out and ran like mid run with me, like I was running this loop around our house. Mm-hmm. So she came out and ran, and so up until about midway point, I was pretty good and then i landed on my knee wrong Ooh. um like i went up on a curb i think this happened to you once too maybe it was your ankle yeah i think it was my knee also yeah and i came down and it was like it jarred it a little bit yeah around mile seven and i was like that was not good mm-hmm. and then it just got excruciating pain wow really yeah and so i only made it ten and a half and i, I was like i i actually physically cannot go on so it wasn't elevation. I thought it was elevation it, that you it, had It to was stop. super bad elevation stuff. So already uh-huh. I was miserable. If if it had been one or the other, I think I would have been okay. Right. But it was horrible elevation. My lungs were burning. Plus my knee was screaming in pain. Yeah. And I just was like, screw it. And I stopped and felt <laughs> horrible. Screw it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Been there. So then I, t- and then I was doing run keeper, so I couldn't hide it. So it right. came up ten and a half miles, and I tweeted something depressing about it. I don't remember what it was. 
And then I was like all day feeling like super sucky about it. And so I just couldn't handle it. So I went out for another mile and a half later. <laughs> but my knee still hurt super bad. So pretty much I just walked it fast. Right. But you got in the mileage. I did. And so maybe maybe this can be our Monday survey question for this week, dude. I'm wondering okay. if that counts. Yeah. Like my question was, it said 12 miles on my schedule, right? Mm-hmm. I did 12 miles that day. Right. But in two chunks, does that count? Like would a, a, would a running purist say, yeah, you ran 12 miles that day? Or would yeah. they say you did two two runs, one that was 10 miles and one that was two? Right. Well, could you sit on a couch and once an hour run a mile? <laughs> yeah, weren't we going to do that experiment? Yeah, we were going to try that where we just did a half marathon throughout the day. <laughs> With couch breaks in the middle. <laughs> right. So, like... 47 minutes of sitting. Yeah. And then, you know, with getting down to the street and something like 13 minutes of running. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't know if a split run works. So I think that should be our money survey maybe this week. Like, does that count? I'm actually curious what people think about that. Because that's kind of like sets and reps and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's one way to look at it. That, and that's how I was looking at it that day. Actually, th- the only thing I was thinking was I need to finish what I started. Yeah. And we had just put this New Year's episode out where we're talking about running this marathon. That's our New Year's resolution. And I was like, I need to stick with the training. And so it just wouldn't leave this mile yeah. and a half that I still had to do. So I was like, whatever it takes, I'm going to get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad I did. I just don't know if it counts. Right. Well, that's a good Monday survey question, dude. Okay. To ask the Gomer Nation. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, I had I actually did do a, a better run since then, feeling better about it, but still a little bit discouraged about being back up here in Flagstaff and how difficult it is. So good yeah. stuff, like you said, good stuff and bad stuff this past week or so. And at the end of this week, we need to run 13. I know. Right? Yes, we need to do so, the equivalent of a half marathon this yeah. week. So that's like weighing over my head, dude, real bad. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to hear about how your weeks were and how that's affecting how you're feeling right now. So we should head over there. All right, let's do it. But first, the jingle. Hmm. Um, so Anthony, I'm curious to hear how your weeks went since we last met. Yeah. So 
Dude, I'm starting to freak out, man. Oh, really? Yeah. About the marathon? The upcoming marathon or what? Yeah. Yeah, I just... I had one specific day that uh-huh. I wanted to talk about that I think is... Like, dude, first of all, I think it's going to be inspirational okay. if we really do this and follow <laughs> through. But just... that's always the risk we take, right? Like, telling about the bad times, assuming that it's going to be inspirational someday. Well, assuming that it's that we're going to get through it somehow. Like, dude, if I was listening to a podcast right now about people like us and they actually did it, I would cling to that hope that they did it. Well, that's why it must be so much easier uh, for people that are listening to this through that yeah. we, and we've already done the marathon. Well, right. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, you know? we have, yeah, we have all those people like starting from the beginning. They they know we already did it. Yeah. We have. <laughs> uh, and I, probably that'll happen again for this. So. Right. With that hope that it's going to happen. Um, so I had one specific day, uh-huh. and that was when I tweeted this, okay? Okay. Trying to imagine running 11 miles today. I feel terrible saying this, but I just can't see it happening. Mm-hmm. But I must. Crap. And then I tagged it. Post-holiday slump. <laughs> uh, and I kind of still feel like I'm in that post-holiday slump, dude. Okay. Uh, which totally bites because we just did two gomers get resolute. I know. And that's, that's, that's the only thing that got me through that one time is I knew that podcast was coming out. Right. And well, and at that time I knew it was coming out also, but it already came out. So it's easy to be resolute while you're like talking to your friend. Yeah. But it's like a lot harder to be resolute when you're by yourself Mm -hmm. and when you have to do it every single day. Yeah. Like so, so it, so it's easy to make a life decision, but it's it's the day to day things that are actually the most difficult. For sure. So on that day, I just I couldn't see it happening. And dude, a couple of people um, responded to my tweet and were like, "You can do it." Yeah. And um, Jen Butters, right? Um, that we've always said Batars, but apparently we were wrong. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> You're still Jen Batars to me. You'll always be Jen Batars to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she wrote this awesome thing. She said, you only regret the runs that you don't do. You never regret the runs that you do. Yeah. And or, or something like that. That's kind of paraphrased. Maybe uh-huh. it was workouts, not runs. And I'm sure she didn't make it up. Um, <laughs> but it was totally brilliant because it was like, I will regret it if I don't. Right. And... If I do, I won't regret it. I just might hurt a lot. Yeah. So, right. Uh, so Aaron and I went out and did eleven point two all around the hometown USA Verona. Yeah. And it was, it was really fun for the most part. Okay. Um, like, dude, one of the most significant parts of the run was when we ran past Culvers at about mile nine point two or something. The Verona Culvers, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it, it it was like a picture that that I I wanted to like, you know, take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's impossible to do because it was getting pretty dark. Right. Um. I guess maybe a mental picture is what I'm saying. Okay. That I'm running past the very thing that added to this gut. Yeah. Like Culvers and pizza, and <laughs> and then just laziness, are like part of the definition of of uh who of like you know how we are physical right yeah it's that tension of you running by yep trying to trying to stay fit and then that house full of lard 
right there yeah, <laughs> that right, wants which, to bring you in. Right, which is so good. So it was symbolic and really fun because, you know, you needed that charge at about mile nine. Uh-huh. And actually, we were feeling pretty sucky, dude. Yeah. Um, By like nine and a half. Like, oh, man, Aaron was like, I don't think I ever want to run a marathon. <laughs> yeah, I know like, that feeling. And I think we pretty much feel the same way. Yep. Uh, so, but we did it and it was fun and, um, it was really cool. Yeah. So good. Um, but you, but you were feeling after that, that the marathon is unobtainable or what? Yeah. So after that, I was just like, after 11.2, so that's the furthest I've run so far. Yeah. And man, like I was, I was hurting. Like my main issue, I think I've said this before, dude, but is my hips, Right, yeah, I saw that on your tweet, too. I think that your hips were hurting. Okay, yeah. That happened around mile 8, I think, on the half marathon in Phoenix uh-huh. last year. And it doesn't happen when I just run 3, 4 miles, really, at all. Uh-huh. So, I kind of stretch it in a good way and stuff like that. But it's it's really... It's only to the point of serious aching. It isn't to the point of, like, sharp pain or anything. Yeah. Uh, but that's something I need to kind of look into. I remember it was bugging you during the half last January too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. The Phoenix. Oh, right. Half yeah. at, at like mile eight. Cause yeah. remember we had to stop and I had to like do a good amount of stretching on my hip. So, yeah. so there was that. I was pretty happy actually, kind of like you were saying with Urbana, although I had significantly less to do than you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really have any excuse, but you but, were traveling. You were in a different place. That's big. Right. Right. But so we kept it up pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. I did one long run and a couple of short runs, mm-hmm. you know, at least three miles right. in Verona. And that's more, I think, than we did last Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of cool just being around family and friends because they are encouraging. Yeah, for sure. Like they're always like, hey, don't don't you need to go for a run or yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. So that can be super helpful. Yeah. Um, me and my dad at one point were maybe going to like he was going to ride his bike and I was going to run. But we always say we're going to do that and then just kind of forget. Or something. <laughs> yeah. And then just make some yummy food. Right. Um, so I was happy that we kept it up. But, dude, I got back. And so I'm going to talk about my race that we did after this. OK. Got back and then I didn't run for like four days. Oh, yeah, that's right. Getting back here. And unfortunately, dude. Uh-huh. In those four days was supposed to be my 12 miler. All right. Yeah. So I totally just didn't do it. So you're going to go from 11 to 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So this week. So I think it's going to be very interesting next week because. Yeah. I think this is a pivotal point in our training where we have this 13 miler this weekend. I'll probably going to do it Monday. Yeah. So actually. Before this podcast is released, you'll be able to see on Twitter whether we did it or not. Right. Uh, so and I'm then and then everything changes, dude. Because then we then we're into a realm that we've never been before. Uh huh. I mean, at this point, ev- I feel like everything changes every week. Yeah. We run longer than we've ever run before. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, that's what the guy said on the Biggest Loser. Remember after the thirteen mile? Because dude, that dude that you know won the the biggest loser thing marathon or whatever yeah he hadn't run farther than 13 miles ever right so he ran 26 that day yeah so he said that like every step 
is farther than I've ever done before. Dude, it, that's what it's going to feel like to me every time we go out for our long run from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. So I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm being totally honest here. I'm like freaking out. Yeah. No, me too. And we're trying to keep it upbeat for the podcast. So yay. But. <laughs> yay. We're terrified. <laughs> totally terrified, dude. So I think next week is going to be very interesting. Like I said, the 13 yeah. miler, it's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make or break. Okay. So there's all that freaking out. Yada, yada. Now, New Year's Day. Oh, yeah, you ran a race. Yeah, dude. So Aaron and I did the Fleet Feet 5-mile New Year's Dash, whatever it was called. Yeah, 5-mile, not 5K. Right, yeah, 5-mile. So that's a different race than I've ever done before. Yeah. And now we're equal, right? We've done the same amount of races. Yep, we're neck and neck. Plus, I've never done a cold race. Yeah. So, dude, we wake up on New Year's morning Uh and... Dude, if we hadn't signed up and already pre-registered, there's no way we would have done it. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? You paid, so you had to go. Yeah, and the the on New Year's Eve day, I went and picked up our packets and our chips and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, if if that all hadn't occurred and we hadn't paid the twenty five bucks and we got the cool uh-huh. mug, no way would we have done it. Yeah. Uh, because when we woke up, it was negative seven degrees or something like that. Yeah. That's um, ridiculous. Actually, dude, I think that's the feels like temperature. It was two degrees. Okay. Uh, but you know, you can say the feels like to feel even worse and brag or whatever. Right. So we <laughs> got there, dude. People that go out to run a race in two degrees on New Year's morning. On New Year's morning, <laughs> they are not gomers. <laughs> <laughs> like Aaron and I got there, dude, and we were like way uh the least in shape of anybody there like i can imagine yeah super tall and lean people i mean the normal people you see at races um but they all have like really special gear like it looks like they're wearing (laughs) super tight thin clothing like almost nothing and aaron and i were there in our parkas (laughs) you know like our huge ski coat yeah yeah did you run the whole time in your ski coat (laughs) Well, we got there and we were like, we saw all those people and it was cool because Aaron's parents came. So this is the only time they've ever seen her or me run. Right. Other than like just on the street or whatever. Yeah. And so they had their car. So dude, we like totally stashed the parkas in the car. Okay. Because we're like, we are not going to be the only idiots with parkas. (laughs) If all of them can do it, we can do it too. Right. So all I had was like my wicking shirt, long sleeve Uh and a hoodie. Yeah. And gloves and like 180s. Right. And dude, and a scarf. And within like a minute, it was plenty warm enough. Right. Yeah. And then occasionally there would be a gust of wind that was like so frigid, it felt like it was burning your face. <laughs> yeah. And so in those moments, you just kind of complain a little bit and just whinge a bit. Right. Um, so, anyways, half of it was on a trail. So it was like icy. Yeah. And uh, stuff like that. And then there was some wet, sloshy stuff occasionally. Uh-huh. But overall, really fun. We did it at 11-minute mile pace in 55 minutes. Nice. So pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Um, I was still holding Aaron back, though, dude. I am positive she could be under 10 minutes if it weren't for my sorry butt. Yeah. I mean, Jessica's way faster than me still, yeah. so. I feel bad about that because I think I'm going to run the half marathon with her, the Gasparilla. Oh, you are? 
Um, yeah, I think I will. Nice. Because she's doing it, and uh, it'll be way further on our training than 13 miles, so. Right. But I kind of want to just let her go her pace and, like, try to keep up, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, uh, great way to start the year, and then I didn't run for four days. <laughs> <laughs> so, now now the question is, uh, what's this weekend going to be like when we have to right. run this 13 miles? Well, dude, I think these weekly runs now... Like, I, I feel good just having talked to you because we haven't talked about this at all. Right. I feel like what's coming up is what will make the difference on whether or not people go through with running a marathon or not. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Yep. I mean, this is what's hard about running a marathon. I don't even think running the 26 is as hard as training and putting it into your schedule. I, I think that's what we're going to realize. That, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's the same thing probably when you're rehearsing for a concert or when I'm like... Yeah writing a talk the real work is the prep right and then once you're there it's like okay i've done this i mean i hope that's what it's like because <laughs> this sure training so. sucks yeah so sorry everybody for kind of a letdown of a week uh but uh yeah you're only one rate you're only one run away from a good run right i i totally believe that and i'm about to go do another run right now and then 13 on monday all right well We'll find out what happens next week. Yeah, good luck. But for now, let's go to some songs to run to. Okay, sounds good. Okay. And now it's time for... Songs to Run To! Songs to run to now, the part of the podcast where we talk about songs that we like to run to. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird not doing Christmas songs. Super sad, dude. That playlist is just going to stay on my iTunes for another 11 months. Yeah. The saddest part of the year is when I have to reorganize uh-huh. my songs on my iPhone and just uncheck all those Christmas songs. Yeah. For another year. Super sad. Anyways, but there's still songs out there that are mm-hmm. good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> so let's hear yours. All right, so my song to run to this week, I've talked before uh, and actually bashed some movie scores. Okay. Or, well, not really bashed, but kind of, you know, the whole Home Alone thing. Right. Um, Deconstructed. Right. Uh, Okay, so I have a movie score for you this week. And the song, one of the songs at least, is called Run, Forest, Run. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's the Forrest Gump score. Good old Alan Silvestri. Yeah, of Back to the Future fame and... Uh, Polar Express. Yep, Contact. Mac and Me. Really? Yeah, dude. No way. Yes way. Um, And I think he did The Abyss also. Oh, yeah. No, 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 he didn't. Gosh, you idiot. <laughs> idiot. I can't remember who did that. Whatever. So anyways, trust me, dude. You just put on this song uh-huh. and like... Just be like, run, Forrest, run. You have to say that? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> but uh, it's just it's just fun music to run to. Right. Because you can pretend you're in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I like it. You, so could put like, you, you could put like metal braces on your legs and then run them off. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> My magic legs. <laughs> Sweet. So what's your song to run to, dude? Um, so it's... It's actually taken me a while to figure out how I'm going to talk about this artist okay. um, because uh, one of my favorite 
artists out there. Um, it's Sarah Groves, mm-hmm. uh, who I, 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 probably a lot of our listeners aren't familiar with her, but I would say she's like kind of like a Nora Jones for the deeper okay. thinking ilk. Okay. That's what I'd say. So um, just an amazing lyricist, lyrical gangsta. Um, mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with any of her CDs, but uh, this CD that I'm going to talk about, uh, it's called Add to the Beauty. And it's kind of my CD that I listen to when I want to start over. So I've been thinking about that a lot, of course, in the new year, right? right like, oh, yeah. like, how am I going to start over? How am I going to remotivate myself? So you take this whole CD. It's it's kind of hard just to recommend one song off the CD because it's kind of this, like, opus or, kind of you know, like this yeah. symphony that she does. It's a really awesome CD altogether. Um, but I'll just pick the title track. It's called Add to the Beauty. Um, just an amazing... Uh, way to be remotivated and to think about your life in a different way uh, in a kind of a bigger way so and also just great melody good music actually great to run to so add to the beauty fits my pace and also my vocal range so I can sing it and just imagine everyone else is hearing what I'm hearing and sounding like an idiot right (laughs) you think you sound cool but not really (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) especially when it's in a little bit of that falsetto and it's like really quiet (laughs) exactly (laughs) everybody must think i sound great (laughs) so uh sarah groves add to the beauty off of her cd with the same name great stuff nice sounds great man thanks dude all right we're kind of rushing this because we spent so much time in the yeah (laughs) so hurry up listener feedback Thanks for writing us. Listener feedback now. Um, and we, of course, we've been gone for three weeks. And so we got, uh-huh. we've gotten a ton of awesome listener feedback. Yeah. Uh, as always, more than we could possibly read. But uh, my favorite feedback has been about our New Year's special. Yeah, we talked about that New York Times article about plotters. Yeah, and, exactly. And I think that really resonated with people. Yeah, I, I was like a little we nervous about. about the New Year's episode because it was more serious, I think, than probably any of our other episodes. For sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not as not as funny. Not as many laughs and giggles and LOLs. Right. Um. But I, I don't know. I I really liked the episode, and I think our listeners did too. Especially that New York Times article that we talked about. Um, yeah. So we got a lot of really good feedback about it. My favorite was an email that we got from. Uh, I think it's a guy. I'm going to guess that it's a guy named Chris, right? Yep. And I got it right here, dude. Should I just read part of it? Yeah. Why don't you read the the end of it or something? Yeah, I'll I'll read it, dude. Uh, But first, just like a little setup. Mm -hmm. His his main theme to his email is that not all fast runners have the same feeling that they did in that in that article. Right. Exactly. Like they don't all think we're losers. (laughs) Like that one time. I mean, I thought the funniest part about that episode was when i said we'll screw them right (laughs) i was like oh maybe i shouldn't have said that so it was good to get this email from chris reminding us uh in a a really good way that most fast runners get it right yeah okay so here we go i really think it's the runners that are somewhat above average not the excellent runners who complain about this that being plotters yeah like you said the excellent runners know that it's us gomers who pay the bills i'm inspired by the two of you i can't wait to hear how your marathon goes whether it's in four hours or eight hours 
I'll be very proud of you both. Best, Chris. Nice. So, glad that he'll be proud of us. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> there are people out there that aren't going to be holding up signs that say, What took you so long? Dude, if we go through all of this and then see that sign, we gotta, we just got to punch that sign in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to not do that if I see that sign. Right. Totally. All right, so thanks again for all your feedback. And then, of course, our Monday survey uh, for the past couple weeks has been about New Year's resolutions, right? Right, so a lot of them were about running. Uh-huh. And that probably makes sense because this is a running podcast. Right. But uh, some people wanted to do things like run one race a month. Yep. And then and then on the other spectrum was somebody that just wants to run a 5K. Yep. You know, and both are awesome. Yeah, definitely. You no. Know? Yeah, I mean, some people were like, I'm going to bike 3,600 miles, right? <laughs> right. Um, and then, but I was just as encouraged by, like you're saying, people that are starting small just want to get out there and jog. I mean, that's uh-huh. huge. And I know it was huge mm-hmm. for me when we first started out. Yeah, for real. So it was kind of interesting to see, like, the variety of people that listen to our podcast. Yeah, definitely. Like, somebody here that said, my goal is to run a marathon in under four hours. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't know that people that ran <laughs> that fast listened to this. <laughs> It made me feel good. Like, oh, okay, good. We have a really wide variety of total and utter gomers. And Mm -hmm. plus, gomers that can actually run fast. That's nice, too. Yeah, like gomers at heart, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Dude, the the one that tugged at my heartstrings the most was from Tammy. She said that she's going to run her first half marathon in Phoenix Mm -hmm. in a week and a half. That's the one we did last year. Yeah. Wow. That's totally awesome. And our friend... Gomer 4, uh-huh. Mark, is going to be there, dude, running the full marathon. I'm, like, really tempted to just go down there and do it. Do the half? Yeah. If I had money, I, actually, I have to work that week. I would consider doing the half for sure, too. I think there's another one in Sedona coming up I might at least volunteer at. That would be sweet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, so, dude, we got to, like, seriously uh, be excited and also be praying for Mark. Yeah. Because he's like the first Gomer to go and do it. <laughs> Our first Gomer marathoner. Right. That we actually know. Uh, right, right, right. So <laughs> he he's going to kind of tell us how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I know. The inside <laughs> scoop. Right. And he is much more in shape than us. Yeah. Dude. He like wrestled and stuff. <laughs> so it probably won't even apply to us. Right. But it's it's still cool that he's doing it. It's kind of interesting that he's doing it like, you know, two months before we are. For sure. And dude, actually, the funny part about that is... Is he actually signed up for that when we were going to do it. Oh, really? So he, oh, like, no. went out there originally to do it with us. Oh, no. So, but he he had, like, a business trip or something that oh, okay, was going to be there anyways. Ew, that makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was going to be there, and I think he has some friends doing it, too, so. Okay, good. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> we love you, bro. <laughs> All right, dude. So our new Monday survey, like I was saying before, is kind of specific. Probably mm-hmm. more uh, laser-focused than we've had uh, for the past couple months at least. But I really am curious about this. And and the question is, if you do two runs that equal the <laughs> amount of t- the amount of distance that you're supposed to do, does that even count? Like would a runner say that I did twelve miles on that day last week or not? Um right. and maybe the broader question is how specific should we be about all this stuff? Or should we just do what what feels right? Y- you know what I mean? Th- there's this balance yeah. of 
I challenged myself today and I stuck to my training plan. So how vitally important is it that we do exactly what the training plan says? Right. Well, some of those training plans say stuff like three to five miles on this day. Yeah, that's like, true. What does that mean? Should you run three or should you run five? Right. So my specific you know? question is about the split run. My broader question is um, how hard do people stick to a training plan? Right. And maybe also, dude, like every single time I run, mm -hmm. I like walk at least an extra mile. Yeah, that's true. Before and after. Uh huh. So like when we did that 11.2, we easily did 12, including walking. Right. So what does that mean? Yeah, which do you count? So a lot of training plan questions, which I think are good because we're getting into the, mm -hmm. the real kind of nitty gritty of following the training plan at this point. Yeah. Yikes. All right, dude. And of course, there's a lot of ways to contact us. You can go to our website, twogomers.com, and comment right under the most recent uh, podcast there. Um, also, a lot of fun stuff to do on the website, like you can put a pin in the Gomer Nation map if you haven't yet, and also buy an awesome shirt mm -hmm. uh, for your loved one or for yourself. Um, join us on Facebook, become a fan. We're really getting a lot of fans there. And you get the survey one day early there also. Um, follow us on Twitter. Gomer1 and Gomer2. Send us an email at twogomers at gmail.com. Leave us some feedback on iTunes. And totally do not forget to donate and download that episode from uh, last week, the Two Gomers Get Resolute. We think you're really going to like it. Yeah. And if you do donate, dude, you get a bonus link to two videos that you and I recorded <laughs> that are totally worth it you are gonna regret it if you don't see these videos right like there's this one part <laughs> where because we we filmed it at culver's yeah which we kind of made fun of this whole episode yeah. <laughs> or whinged about and said that it made us fat but we uh, still love it oh gosh yeah i mean everything in moderation yeah right for sure so but anyways you'll you're gonna you're gonna miss some great midwestern humor if you don't <laughs> donate and download like you see this really cool grandma lady that rocks that we argued about whether or not we should include this section <laughs> and decided to include it yeah she's <laughs> awesome my favorite part though dude was like when you tried to explain what we were doing first you explain it and you're like we're, we do this podcast on itunes and you can right. tell she doesn't understand any <laughs> words that are coming out of your mouth yeah we do a running podcast on itunes it's like <laughs> running podcast iTunes like what <laughs> and so I, I, I said that we do a radio show <laughs> so people have to donate so they can get a look at this ridiculous video right we do a radio show and people want to see us that's, that's what, what you I said, said. <laughs> I don't think either of those things are true <laughs> right but the guy kind of got it definitely the guy was like and then he was just looking at my computer <laughs> <laughs> alright dude well uh, big weeks coming up, new year, moving toward the marathon. I hope it's good. Yep, dude, this week, you and me together are going to run a full marathon kind of relay style. Yeah, that's true. Right? We're passing the virtual baton. Yeah, so you run it Sunday, I'll run it Monday. <gasps> okay, dude. Happy running. listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon. 
Join us next week for another installment. My name is Baka. Keep it Rizzio.